0: have a guest with me on today's live podcast. Actually, I'm going to let him introduce himself.
1: Yo, what's going on, everybody? Lifu here. Um, my name is Li Fu Tao, and Daniel very graciously invited me to be on his podcast. A little bit about myself. Um, I immigrated to New York City from China when I was six years old. Went to middle school, high school here. Went to college up in City College in Harlem. Uh, graduated my degree in computer science. Um, now I'm doing my own thing, chasing my own ventures and uh, a, lot, a lot in the works.
0: Hell yeah. I freaking love it. And the reason why I have Lee Fu on this podcast today is I actually met him on Facebook like during the pandemic. And... We didn't really, like, meet or anything. We just chit-chat a little bit. But then I met him a couple weeks back. And something that Fu has, like, a characteristic. And, like, there's this fire under him that I can tell that he has so much. He has so much. And he just wants... he, he He just has that. He just has that one thing, that fire under him. I can tell that, hey... He is constantly pushing himself for more than just an average human experience. And with this entire podcast being all about going above and beyond just what is considered average, I want to have him share a little bit about his story and his entire experience so far with his entire journey. Hey, maybe we can help Make an impact on someone's life. Maybe we can share or connect certain experiences within our journeys and hey, leave a message for someone to that. So, I guess to Let's kick things off, to start things off, my question for you is: How did your like personal development journey first start? Like, this doesn't necessarily have to be like fitness or like hustling or like chasing after like relationships or anything but when did your entire journey of wanting to improve yourself first start
1: yeah oh there you are. appreciate the kind words
0: <laughs> um it all
1: started back in was the end of my senior year in high school in 2017 I read a book called the power of your subconscious mind and For the longest, you know, um, I've had those around me tell me I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm not this. I'm not that. You're not built for this. I'm not built for that. After reading that book, I said just in your mind, you can do it. So there was one time where, specifically, so I work out. Daniel works out much more than me. I do, but I I do pull-ups at the gym. And so in my mind, I'm like, all right, I want to do – 10, right? So before I start my set, I'm like, I'm going to do 10. And usually I can do it, right? But in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do as many as I can, right? Once I hit six and I get tired, maybe I do seven, right? At that point, I was like, wow, like, I really unlocked something. Um, But that was the start. I was like, wow, just believe in yourself, you know, like, you can do whatever. But that was very, like, I just knew that. Like, I didn't really understand it. Um, It wasn't until... Um, a very life-changing experience happened to me in uh, August of 2018. Would you hear, care to hear about that?
0: August 2018. So this is like four years ago, right?
1: Yeah, so this is like
0: yeah. first year. Like first that, year was
1: after, um, that was right after my freshman year of college.
0: Yeah, let's hear it.
1: Yeah. So I studied computer science. My first year, I did a lot, took a lot of classes, was in um, clubs, school clubs. And I went to um, a barbecue with my friend at one of his college's clubs. And on the way home, we went to 34th Street Herald Square, bought some dress shoes. And then on the way home, um, if you live in New York City, there's a big train station called Atlantic Avenue Barclays Center, right? It's 11 train stops, the Long Island Railroad, Metro North. We were taking the Q train into the station and it stopped and they said, everybody has to evacuate the station. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of strange. Right? Like even if it was a shooting, um, a robbery, right? They would just tell you to stay in the train. So everybody had to evacuate the station. We leave the station. There's like six, 7,000 people outside the train station packed. People are panicking. There's helicopters, there's armored cars, There's detective cars, everything, ambulances. So me and my friend, um, and we really bonded together after that experience. We walked 10 blocks and had my dad pick us up because you could not get an Uber. You could not. You just couldn't. Can you hear me? Yeah. We're good. So So my dad picked us up. We got home safely, thank God, but after that day, I was like, wow, like, the only reason they would evacuate the station like that was a bomb threat, right? Because there's no other reason. So after that day, I was like, wow, like, I could have really died that day, you know? And that freshman year, I was real, real grinding, but I wasn't really happy. I was like, man, I just got to get through these four years so I can get myself a nice six-figure job in tech, and I can live my life then, right? And then after that, I was like, wait, wait, what if I passed before I got in there? Like, and I didn't enjoy my life, so then after that, I was like, okay, if something doesn't make me happy and I could not do it and it doesn't really hurt anybody, I just don't do it. So, like, at the club I was in, there's a few disagreements we had and they loved me having me there, but I didn't want to be there anymore. So I just left, you know, and that's what really triggered it.
0: Damn. That, that should hit hard, bro. The, the thing is, like, it's – it's crazy because like these experiences like gives us that wake call that we don't even expect it just comes out of nowhere and it's like it it puts things into perspective right because maybe at that time like you were just like going through the motions and like just hoping that things would turn out right with you like going to college getting that six-figure job but then like just out of nowhere on a Random, typical day, like, this shit just hits you, right? Like, what went through your mind when, like, you got home and, like, you finally got to let your brain, like, settle, like, the thought of what just happened?
1: I mean, honestly, like, at the time, I didn't even, like... I didn't have all the deep thoughts I have about it now. At the time, I was I was just thankful to be alive, you know? Like, I was like, wow, that was pretty crazy, you know? Um, thank God my, my dad drove me and my friend home. And, yeah, I mean, it wasn't until, like, I think I wasn't even aware of it, like, until I reflected back a few years later. But I love to play basketball, but the club I was in, Met on Thursdays and sometimes even Tuesdays, right during club hours. I love playing basketball in my school, City College. Shout out to the Marshaig Gym. But Tuesdays and Thursdays during club hours from twelve to two p.m. is the best competition, and I always missed it because I either had um, I had to study for a class or I had the club meeting. And the one time I went after the club finished, I was like, "Wow, this was great. Why don't I do this every week?"
0: <laughs> yeah. Damn, that hit hard because it what when we when we get that different perspective of like like damn like we could have just lost everything like right there that second. Like it, it really forces you to reflect on like the things that you actually want to do with your life because I feel like with the society, we're given so many different expectations of, hey, you should be doing this, you should be doing this, we should be doing this. And I'm not saying like that's technically like wrong or anything. It's just that we're so wired to have to meet those expectations or we're quote unquote like a failure, right? Like with us having to go to school, with us having to have like a six-figure job, with us having to meet these certain life Accomplishments, what are that like, when you're turning 30, that's when you're turning 40, when you're turning 50, when you're turning 60. And like during our conversation a couple of weeks back, like I can tell that you're super duper like ambitious and like you have yeah, that yeah. <laughs> you have that drive that you want to do the things that like you love to do that you want yeah, to yeah. do, so like. Yeah. Did you always know that you had that like that ambitious drive under you?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a great question. Um definitely I think I've always been a very zero or one hundred guy. Um a lot of times when I play basketball, I don't know how to like have fun. Like my goal is to win the game and by Through trying to win the game, that's where my fun derives from, right? But um, I've always been a 0-100 guy. So if I'm going to do something, like, I'm going to try my very best, like, above and beyond, like, no obstacles stop me. But if I don't want to do something, I just don't do it, right? I have no middle ground, which is a double-edged sword. Um, Can you – it was a long question. I kind of lost track a little bit. Can you uh, ask me a little bit more?
0: Yeah, so th- the question that I asked was like, like did you always know that you had that ambitious drive under you that like you always wanted more, that you always wanted to do like your very best and like do these things that like you're super duper passionate about?
1: Yeah, I mean so <laughs> my, my mantra is always My only fear is regret. I don't fear failure. My only fear is regret. And you only regret stuff when you psych yourself out, choose not to do it. And it's gonna be a very funny thing. Um, I didn't come from this one, being in the army or the Marines. Um, It came from me trying to date in college. Like I I studied computer science. So the majority of my my peers were were male. so, there was not that many um, women in my major, but there was a lot of beautiful women in my school. Shout out City College, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, I was like, wow, like, I can't just sign up for a bunch of random classes to be in a major and, like, right? Wait, but I'm in the cafeteria with them or I'm in the library with them and they're right there. Why don't I just talk to them, right? Like, oh, maybe, like, back then I didn't have a nice haircut, I didn't have a fade. I didn't even know that about myself. Like, I was like, all right, I'm that guy. Like, I don't care, right? I'm like, all right, like, what's the worst that can happen? She says, I'm like, hey, how are you? Whatever you talk. And the worst thing that can happen is she ignores me or she's like, yo, get out of here. Who are you, right? And the worst thing that can happen is I pack my bag on my laptop and I just leave and I go to another floor of the library, right? That's the worst thing that can happen. Best thing that can happen is I meet a wonderful woman. I get to know her and maybe I find a partner for life. Who knows, right? But if I don't say anything, She's not gonna just come and talk to me, probably not. And honestly, since I don't know her, that's my only chance, right? I don't wanna regret it down the line. It's like, oh man, I didn't have a haircut that day. I wasn't wearing my best outfit. Oh, my Air Forces were creased. No, like go for it.
0: You know. (laughs) That's a fight, bro. That's a fucking fight. And the thing about like failure is that it can definitely be extremely scary but a lot of times when we are extremely like in our heads when we're worried when we're like thinking about all these things that could potentially happen let's be honest like nine times out of ten like those things aren't going to happen like they're just made up thoughts and fears that we have based off of like our past experiences or like what we heard from like other people you know what i mean yeah 100 bro So did you always have that mindset of like, Hey, like I'm not scared about failure. Like what's the worst that can happen? Because for for me personally, like I didn't have that mindset, like for a whole chunk of my life, like personally, like I used to be extremely scared of fear, extremely scared of failure and pushing myself out of my comfort zone because man, like it's it's scary. It's fucking
1: yeah. scary. Yeah. Uh, that's a great question, Daniel. Um, I'm gonna take it back to my freshman year in college. Um, I was friend with my my boy Guapo, and shout out. And you know he he always you know had you no know, he's always around a lot of ladies. You know I want to be like him. And one day we was eating a bacon egg and cheese in the cafe. Chicken iced coffee. And I was like, hey, guapo, how do you do it? And he was like, man, I just go approach these girls. I just go up to them. I tell them, hey, I think you're very beautiful. Um, can I get your Instagram? That's it, right? And I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, how many times you do this semester? Like, ah, five, Nothing too crazy. I was like, whoa, that's a lot, right? Like, you're only taking five classes, right? So I was like, okay. So we're in the cafe, me, my boy Guapo and another friend of mine, and there was a girl sitting by herself. And I was like, okay, if I don't do it here with Guapo right here, I'm never going to do it, right? So I took. So we were hunched to get a very suspect. And I was like, Guapo, what do I do? She was like, yeah, just go up to her and be like, hey, I think you're very pretty. Can I get your Instagram? And I went up to her. I was like, hey, I think you're very pretty. Um, and she, and I, can I get your Instagram? She was like, oh, did your friends tell you to do this? I'm like, no, I think you're genuinely very pretty, right? And she gave me her Instagram. And Guapo told me, okay, that was at 9 a.m., exactly 6 p.m., you message her, hey, that's it. If she doesn't respond within 12 hours, you unfollow her. (laughs) So, I was with my boy, um, my boy, my good friend, we were at Koreatown, and we are eating some, like, BC tofu, um, Korean food, and then up hey didn't respond but the craziest thing is taking it back to so right after i got her instagram i had physics class 50 minute lecture and yeah i couldn't focus one bit i don't remember anything the professor said i was i was shaking but i felt good it was like a good shake i was like wow like this unlocks everything like i have i can have a chance with any girl i just have to put myself out there and the worst thing heaven says no she didn't respond ended up unfollowing her but that just opened me up i was like wow right like wow like like there's no excuses there's no she's not in my class there's no she's not in my group there's no she doesn't know any of my friends there's no i don't have a fresh cut like like why not like and then obviously i don't hit every shot i make i i i got rejected a lot in the beginning but i i, I soon became unfazed by rejection like i was just like okay like as long as i'm respectful and polite um everything is gonna be fine like i'm still they still follow me on Instagram. I still follow them on Instagram. Like, there's obviously no, um, conflict, you know, as long as you're respectful, you know, not everybody has to be romantically connected, you know?
0: That's some powerful shit right there. Because with that story, although you didn't necessarily like get her, like you didn't necessarily get in a relationship with her or anything. Like that's quote unquote, like what the success, that's, that's what the, that's what, being successful with that, that attempt that you made like would be, but what you talk what you talked about right there was that you got a glimpse of what's possible, you got a yeah. taste of what you can do, <laughs> even though you didn't necessarily make her your your girlfriend or anything, or you didn't get in a relationship with her, but man, that just unlocks everything for you because. Like you said, like, what's the worst that can happen, right? Yeah. Because what if that could potentially lead to something else? But we wouldn't know that before like we even give ourselves a chance. And I resonate a shit ton with this as well because personally, like my whole life, I always put limiting beliefs on myself because, hey, I was born with a disability. Hey, I grew up in like an immigrant family. Like, hey, I didn't necessarily wear the nice clothes like the cool kids, or I didn't necessarily have the money, like the, the popular kids, but these are just made up thoughts that we put on ourselves. And at the end of the day, each and every single one of us have, we all have potential and have power to do literally anything. And it's just really up to us and what we want to do with the resources that we have. And uh, really up to what we want in our lives.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely, bro. Absolutely.
0: I fucking love that dude. Now, obviously we just like, we just talked a little bit about like these small little stories and experiences of like the glimpses of success and like what, what helped you unlock that, that power under you. Now, Right now, I know that you have a ton of different things going on. Like you have a ton of like ideas, dreams, ambitions and all of that. But what keeps you driving this very day? What's that fire under you right now that pushes you and makes you want more in this life? Honestly, I just do what
1: makes me happy. Like, like um, I study computer science, you know, I thought I was going to go into software engineering. I did it for the money. It didn't, the work didn't excite me. It didn't really fulfill me. It didn't really make me happy. So I had trouble finding a job. But now, like, sometimes I just like making people happy. You know, I think that brings me the most joy. You know, sometimes I'm at the basketball court randomly. I'm just like, hey, I love your shoes, man. And they're so happy. Um, but I'll give you an example. Like, right now, I wake up at like 6.15, naturally sometimes, naturally. No alarm, I don't set alarm. And I go to the okay. gym and I work out. The people, shout out Dolphin Fitness over in Bensonhurst, wonderful people. And I go work out, you know, have a great workout, come home, and I just work on stuff I love, you know? It's, it's definitely not work, right? It's definitely work, it's definitely hard work. Um, if you genuinely like what you do, like, I think the biggest thing for me is if I'm losing track of the day of the week, losing track of time, losing track of the month, then that knows I'm living in the moment, right? If I'm looking at my clock, like looking at, oh, it's about to be Friday, two more days till Friday, one more day till Friday, three more days till Friday. And then when Sunday comes along, ah well damn, it's Monday again. Well, when I was internet at Google I had that and I, I wasn't you know, I wasn't the happiest I am now, but I think the fire that keeps me going is that I just believe in myself. Like, I listen to a podcast, this incredible gentleman. His name is Premium Pete. And the Premium Pete show, I was listening to it before and just believing in myself. um, Because at the end of the day, I I love being an entrepreneur, I love doing my own thing. Um, Yeah, I mean, I just like building stuff. Like, because when you're an entrepreneur, you have a different day every day you know like for me i'm a thrill seeker <laughs> like I, I i think uh daniel didn't i brought you to the on door store right remember um after our dinner in chinatown yeah um, the brand i resell a lot I, i've resold around um over over 25 grand worth of sales of this brand on grail so like i I love, like, it's, when I buy these hats to resell, I buy for 55, right? Break even, right? If I sell for less than $70, I lose money. But the thrill that, like, I can make money, but also the thrill that I can even lose money excites me. Like, for me, sometimes (laughs) something steady where I just do my job and I get the same reward every time, I get bored, which is a good thing and a bad thing, but. Yeah, I just like the thrill, um, building something. The fact that I can lose money, is, like, it fills me up. It's kind of a little bit like gambling, <laughs> but you know, like obviously, it's like it's a business. But, but yeah, I mean, I just like what I do. It's fun, you know. I have a good time, and like people respect me. Um, at the, end of the day, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't live to make anybody else happy. Like I, I, I. I Anybody anybody has something to say, any advice, I listen to you. I respect your opinion. I'm going to listen to what you have to say. But at the end of the day, I'm going to do what I want to do. And if you happen to not like it, well, there's nothing else I can do, you know?
0: Dude, that's it right there. That's it right there. Like doing things that align with who you want to be and what you like to do. Because... Yeah like bring this back to what we mentioned earlier with the whole incident of what happened at Atlantic uh, Barclay Center, right? With yeah. the whole like bomb thing. That was the moment that made you realize that, hey, I could have just lost it all right there and done. So why aren't we doing the things that align with us? Why aren't we going after things that we want in our lives and the dream life that we wanna create for ourselves? Like for me personally, I think it really it really hit me like during the pandemic, when we literally got shut down, couldn't even leave the house. Like it was the first time that I see my parents not being able to make it to work. And literally everyone had to stay at home, not have access to anything. And man, that, that put things into perspective because at the end of the day, you literally have a choice on what you want to do with your life and it's it's literally at your fingertips it's literally at your fingertips i don't know about you but for me personally i don't want someone to constantly tell me what i should be doing and literally write the script for my life for me i want to be able to Do anything and everything that I could even imagine because we only live once. We only live once. And why aren't we living it to the fullest?
1: Right. Absolutely, Daniel. I think, I think, absolutely. I think something that really put it in perspective for me is, are you familiar with the TV show Shark Tank where entrepreneurs go on, yeah, right? Where entrepreneurs go on um, TV in front of billionaire investors and they pitched the idea mm-hmm. and they hope to get an investment from the sharks in exchange for equity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, one of the sharks on there, Barbara Cochran, she said like, so she was, she used to be a waiter, but then she started her real estate business and she took a thousand dollar loan and built it into her empire over the time. But she, one of the things she said is what's the worst case that can happen, right? She was a waiter, waitress, right? She was like, the worst thing that can happen is if my business fails, I'll just go back to waitressing. I like the waitressing. So, she really thought she had nothing to lose, and I'm the same way. I'm like, all right. If I fail at everything I do, right? Like if everything doesn't work out, like I'm lucky every time. Worst thing that can happen is, right? I'm working a minimum wage job, cleaning the toilet, right? And I'm healthy, able body. Someone has to clean the toilet, right? People have to use the bathroom all the time, like, like. You know what I mean? So if that's the worst case and I can chase my dreams and that's the worst case, well, why not? Right.
0: Yeah. A thousand percent, a thousand percent because man, like like there's, like, for example, you gave the, you gave the example of like being a janitor or like cleaning the toilet and stuff. Like that's something that, Like businesses are going to have to hire no matter what. That is stuff that people like. I don't want to say this and like, I don't want to, I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but hey, the reality of it is like they're going to pay people to make that happen. And man, the last thing that I want is to lay on my deathbed and not be able to do the things that five year old Daniel dreaming about doing because bro like this thing is this 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 thing that we call life is so much more beautiful than us just going through the motions working living up to these expectations doing all these different things just for just for it to go and like man this thing is called life for a reason it's called an experience for a reason and when you bring up like the thrill stuff i love that shit too I love the thrill too because that thrill it teaches you a bunch of lessons and that goes across the board with everything right there's going to be ups and downs all this but hey it's a part of the entire ride it's a part of the journey and that's the fun in this entire game yeah
1: absolutely, absolutely. bro absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think I think like Honestly, I just do it because it's fun, bro. Cause. So I'm going to talk a little bit about my reselling journey. Um, so I sell a brand called, resell a resell brand brand called Ameleon Doan Grail. Mainly hats nowadays, one size hat, snap bag. And it's it's tough work, right? Like they do a 60 item drop, right? Release. Maybe only two or three items resell. I'm taking a risk. There's no refunds. It's store credit only. I go in the store, you know, they're not really fond of me, right? It's it's not a good look for regular customers to see resellers buying all the stuff, and then selling for a fifty percent markup, right? So they're not really fond of me, but I go there because, man, I love it, bro. You know, like there's ups and downs, but I'm never bored. You know, I'm never bored, and I mean, I, I dress really nice because I use the money I, I uh, I make the profits I make from reselling. And whatever i have left over i spend on clothes i spend it on going out to eat with friends and i use reselling as just educational experience like because i feel like the best way to learn how to do something is to sell it right if you want to learn about vintage say you want to open a, an app around vintage clothing right go go to the thrift shop go to l train vintage buy a bunch of vintage clothing and try to sell it on Grail, sell it on eBay. And when you sell something, that's when you learn the nuances, right? If you wanna learn how to um, sell sell water, right? Sell sports beverages like Gatorade. Go to You could go to Costco, get a bunch of water, get a bunch of Gatorade, go to the basketball court and just sell it to the people playing basketball, right? Can you keep it cold? What flavors do people want? What sizes? What price, right? Is it fresh? What size? Like, how many can you have, right? Are you selling out? What's the deal? Two for one, right? What, right? three for $2? Right? Well, you're charging 150 for bottle. You know, there's so many things that go into it. So, but when we buy something, you just see so little. But when you sell something, you see the full picture because you're tra- you're asking people to part with their money in exchange for your product or service. So, yeah, I mean, I, I love it. I love it.
0: How yeah. And not just like for selling stuff but this goes across the board for anything that we want to do right i think we talked about this um during our dinner but like you can watch so many dating like approaching like videos but you're not going to really learn much until you actually go ahead and do it yourself yeah I'll just like that. you reselling just like you hey it's all into girls just like you working out Yes, you can learn as much as you want. You can do as much research as you want. But that's only you, like, literally, like, helping yourself masturbate your brain, telling you that, hey, like, I'm doing something to help me work towards this. But where are you going to learn the most and where you're going to actually be able to like, get that, get that sense and that taste of what is possible is when you get your yeah. hands dirty. That's when you're actually going to start experiencing and uh, start figuring out if you actually like this thing or not. I know we talked about, like, failure earlier on in this, in this episode. But, man, it's just feedback at the end of the day. Like, failure is just simply feedback. I feel like a lot of people, including myself at times, we link... Failure to our own self-worth. Like, damn, if we didn't get that thing, like, we're not that good. We're not good enough. But then the day, failure is just a result. In fact, it's even better than not doing anything because you get to have experience under your belt. You get to actually have a better understanding of it. This way, you can do even better next time around. This way, you have more data. This way, you have... All right. more knowledge on what you can do and what doesn't work. This way you can continue to propel forward.
1: Absolutely, bro. I want to just give a quick shout out to the Economics, Business, Finance Society over at City College. You guys, you guys helped me tremendously to get to who I am today. I was, I was there for one year, my freshman year. And yeah, man, I mean, the way I see it is I actually enjoy bad experiences more than good experiences. I mean, I don't enjoy i learned much more from bad experiences experience. i remember i was at a sneaker consignment store and i was walking around you know, I'm, I'm just windows shopping right i'm not i wasn't in the financial position to buy 800 jordan um, but i was just looking you know it's, it's a brick and mortar right that's the whole point to see the shoes in person beautiful shoes jordan ones jordan fours everything yeezys and a gentleman of a gentleman that worked there he was like hey can can i what size are you? And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm a size nine, right? So he pulled up his iPad and looked up um, all the size nines and just showed me the iPad. He's like, yeah, I just look from here. Um, don't, cause I was like, oh, I just want to look around. But he's like, yeah, but you're going to ask for a size and we don't have it. It's a waste of time. But the whole point is the brick and mortar, right? <laughs> That's the whole point of having it. Otherwise, StockX is just going to eat your lunch, right? StockX goat is going to eat your lunch. But from that, I learned, I was like, wow, like, Sometimes like wow, I, I think much more deeply, right? Like, like wow, I'm I think a few more steps ahead. And from that I learned I was like, wow, like don't take your advantage and neutralize it, right? Like if you're a basketball player, you're tall, you're 6'4, and you have a 5'9 guy guarding you, attack the basket, be aggressive. Use it right. Don't just shoot jumpers and give me, give me a break. You know what I mean? Um Yeah, like it, I just learned a lot from that, and then just that's why I go to the Soho, I go to Thirty Fourth, I go to Times Square, I go all around the city to just observe, walk around, eat, eat at different establishments, shop at different establishments, so I can learn. I learn more from the poor experiences, which I don't strive to get poor experiences, but somehow poor experiences I have to learn much more. And I've been doing this for five years, since 2017. Every week. they do every deli every store i go to i look i go in the back of the store why do they have six six skews of coca-cola here right why do they have kombucha at williamsburg and they don't have kombucha in bensonhurst right why do they have oat milk and they can charge ten dollars for a coffee in soho and they can't do that in bensonhurst you know so you learn and you just if you just think like new york you can learn so much about business in here like Yes, you can learn from a book. Theory is great. You need both. Theory, practical experience. So you don't just want to know something, right? Just the knowledge. You want to understand. Because just knowing something, you can Google that. When you understand something, that's when you can innovate and bring something different to the table.
0: That's it right there, bro. <laughs> that's it right there. I think the best way to like summarize that is it opens your eyes to so much more because we only know what we know. We only know the, the experiences that we've been through and where we're currently at right now is based off of everything that has happened in our life so far. And in order for us to go above and beyond, this is something I struggle with as well. And that is to open myself to more things. This way you're able to almost feel like a child again. Back then, yeah, yeah, remember when yeah, you are five and, like, yeah, you are yeah. asking all these different questions of, like, how does this work? Like, hey, like, what if I can become, like, a pro athlete one day? Like,
1: we right, were right, so
0: right. curious back then. And I feel right, like right, that right. is something we need to constantly do no matter what age we are, no matter where we are in our lives because we don't know everything. You can't know it. No one knows everything.
1: No one knows everything, man.
0: <laughs> That's a fact. Now, I know that we talked about so many different things. We talked about failure. We talked about doing things that align with us and what we like to do. We talked about business. We talked about so many different things. Now, if you can go back in time, actually, no, not if you can go back in time. Let's say that you can talk to 17 year old Leaf right now with all the experiences that you have under your belt right now. With all the lessons experiences the stories what is one piece of advice you would give 17 year old lifu like right now if he was right in front of you
1: man, man. i would just I would... tell him stop seeking other people's validation you don't need it just do you believe in yourself try to be the best person you can to others be kind be generous but don't seek validation from others because that's not in your control just do you as long as you're happy with yourself you look yourself in the mirror and you like what you see that's all you need
0: that's all that matters
1: <laughs> yes sir yes,
0: that's sir. all that matters dude that was some powerful shit right there
1: yeah yeah thank you for having <laughs> me on <laughs>
0: oh yeah man well if People took something away from this episode, and they want to learn more about you. They want to follow along your journey with what's more to come. Like, where can they find you?
1: Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, my personal Instagram is at Lion, Lifu the Lion. L I F U, the Lion, and I, I review food as well. Lifu underscore reviews. I do comedy content here and there lee Fu underscore comp, comedian um i also have a youtube channel where i, I also have my own podcast where there's no style podcast where i talk about some of these things we've discussed um in today's podcast it's lee space Fu space Tao. and yeah i mean guys you can always reach out to me on instagram at swish i'm just chop it up talk about stuff my dm's always open just happy to chat even even have a phone call I'm always happy to connect and meet new people. And, yeah, I mean, I met Daniel through Facebook. One day I had a fresh cut. I posted on my Facebook, and he was like, yo, that's a fresh cut. I was like, oh, wow, Daniel, like, that's crazy. We never met. We only chit-chatted. Yo, you want to meet for dinner this Friday? And uh, Daniel's free Friday, I had some plans, but I moved some things around, and we were able to meet, and look where we are now. It's like you never know. Just I always say is trust, right? Verify trust. You meet 100 people, right? Maybe a four or five, maybe they you go separate ways, you have disagreements, it didn't work out. But think of those 95 other people where it went well, right? You can't treat those 95 people like those four or five people who didn't work out, you know. So that's just the way I go into things.
0: Hell yeah, man! How yes, dude. Yeah. We can honestly go into a whole completely different episode with that topic alone, but <laughs> yo, let's maybe see that. Time. Let's save that for a different time. Let's save that for a different time. But, dude, it was a pleasure having you on today's episode. Um, dude, a ton of takeaways like that even I can take away from this um, within my journey and my experience with this whole thing that we call life. But to more than just an average human experience with Mifu.